Welcome, everybody. I'm going to turn that down. I'm going to turn the volume back up. What up, Dave? What's happening, Ralph? Happy Tuesday, buddy. Draft week. Draft week. Draft week. Draft week. Draft week. That's me being excited. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Ear to ear, baby. How's it going, buddy? It's going really well. Cheers um, to you. Clingity, clingity. Clingity. Clingity, clang, 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 clang. Um, so in case you didn't know, this is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Sure and I am Dave. And I am Ralph. Hello. And we got a little podcast here for mm-hmm. your listening pleasure. Something to put in your ear hole while you're doing stuff around the house in this quarantine thanks can you, to COVID. Can you believe that 44 people listened to this last week, Dave? I think that's a record, right? I don't know. Well, no. Our first episode is up at 80, and then people <laughs> clearly were done with it after that. I mean, for like a one-time listen. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's a way to tell uh, how many one-time listens it is. I mean, I listened to it three or four. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so yeah. Hey, you know what I was thinking about? Let's hear it. I was thinking about things I'm excited for for this coming year, and I just got to thinking. OJ Howard, Cameron Brait. Brady in, in in Tampa Bay, you know, it didn't really register with me, I don't think. And then I finally got to thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, Brady loves to throw to the tight end. Yeah. So OJ Howard, Howard is a monster. His stock shot up huge. And even though Bruce Arians is not a big fan of tight ends, that's going to be big, right, Dave? You'd think so, Ralph. Uh-oh. Uh, Give it to until, me. Until a couple hours ago, it was announced that uh, Robert Gronkowski has come out of retirement and was traded by the Patriots to the Buccaneers. Yeah, he said he wanted to go play with Brady, and they like just hopped to and were like, okay. Of course, I guess he retired, so they're just getting free assets for him. Yeah, pretty much, because there's no way he would play for anybody or play with anybody but Brady. They got a fourth round pick. Yeah, and the Patriots got no, no, no. Yeah, the Patriots get a fourth, and the Buccaneers get Gronk in a seventh. But still, that fourth round pick—that's great. I mean, that's yeah. that's Belichick right there. He gets a fourth round pick for a guy who was just going to be eating popcorn all year. So I, when I first heard about the trade, I got to thinking, how much of this was actually planned by these two. Oh, you think I'm, about it. Yeah, come on. Gronk, you are not beat up. Your back is broken. Take a year off. Go do Gronk stuff. Go join the WWE for a little bit. Win a, win a title at the WWE. Go on Shark Tank if you want. You know, go have fun. But when I go to another team, you come with me and be my tight end and we're just going to Run rough shot. Well, I don't think he's in football playing condition. I think he looks like a deflated balloon or a, or a, or a lollipop with like a bag hanging off the, the stick, if you will. He looks well, like I, just, ugh. 
I did read he's back up to the 260 now. Nah. So I don't know. I don't think he can stay healthy. I don't think he can stay on the field. I think it's all, all a big hoopla. Now, I will say, though, my lovely fiance owned Gronk and was, you know, legit into having Gronk and Frozen. Now, yeah. when she was making changes last year, I said it's safe to drop Gronk. Yes. And I maintain that it was safe to drop Gronk. Today, I saw the news. I went to Frozen. I saw Gronk was available. Apparently, you can pick up players right now in Frozen. I thought that it was Frozen, pun intended, I guess. Ah. And it wasn't, um, because Danny confirmed that when he was talking about picking up P.J. Walker, and I was trying to tell him that wasn't allowed. Um, And so I went to Claire during her workday, and I said... uh, hey, you should go pick up Gronk because I feel bad that I made you drop him and he is getting, he's going to get traded to the Buccaneers to play with Brady and he should be on a roster, go pick him up. And she said, well, I don't have anybody to drop. I said, well, I said, okay, I'll tell you who you should drop. I think Paul Richardson is droppable. I think she has, she's got a bunch of guys. Well, anyway... I assumed she was going to do it. She pulled her phone out. So then I go like an hour later because I said to her, I'm picking him up if you don't. Mm. Well, he, I went to check and he was picked up all right. Do you know by who? I didn't look. Danny. Danny picked him up. Danny got him. Dirty Danny. Uh, It's fine. Danny still won't beat me this year, but it's annoying because I tried to, I tried to help the guy, tried to help Claire's cause because I was the reason that she dropped him in the first place. Sure. So then my other thought was with Gronk going over there is how soon before Edelman is gone, what do you think the odds are that he's, he's like, you know what? I've had enough of this. I want to, I want to go somewhere else. Just, yeah. just trade. Well, yeah, but not to, now you're not talking about to Tampa Bay. No, 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 no. I, I'm talking about put him as a number two on a contender. And uh, that's beautiful. Well, I heard a heck of a, I heard a heck of a uh, uh, bold prediction today on one of the podcasts I listened to. Did you now? I did. Now, keep in mind, none of these things, I guess we can kind of get into our NFL draft kind of stuff, but I heard a bold prediction today that the... Okay, now wait a minute. Now I got to think about it. Uh, The Bengals... Gosh, okay, now I'm drawing a blank. I don't remember how it happened. Anyway, the point is that the whatever team drafted Tua, that the that Belichick would swoop in and trade for Tua once he's picked, and that's going to be the superstar of the of the future for the, for the Patriots. I wish I remembered the details of it because there was more to it than that. But now I'm drawing a blank because, of course, I didn't write it down. <laughs> and I have heard that Tua's stock has been dropping and uh, Judy's stock has been dropping um, because their Wonderluck test results came out. Really? I didn't hear that. And uh, I think Tua was the bottom of all the quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't know. And, uh, I don't really care. Judy's wasn't much better. So people, some some uh, teams do take stock in that. They don't. They don't want dummies on their team. I'll take a dummy if he can throw or catch touchdowns. I'll take sure. all the dummies. 
but a dummy can't really read a defense too well. Yeah, you're you know a dummy. I mean? <laughs> Just kidding. Um <laughs> I uh, no, I didn't hear that. I did hear that just with the you know, there's a lot of stuff with teams are not getting as good a look at players as they normally do. The the uh, rookie mini camps and all that is not going to be happening the same way, and and uh, training camp is going to be different, and you know who knows how things will be looking, and for these rookie receivers and rookie quarterbacks to not get the reps in. They were talking about a lot of these off well maybe not quarterbacks but they were talking about a lot of these some of these guys might drop and like with Tua with the injury concerns people mm-hmm. aren't as sure and so they were saying if he gets past a certain point like if he gets past what what was it the fifth pick is the Dolphins right so something where if he gets if he falls past that it could be like tw- pick twenty or twenty one that he falls to because there's all these teams right. that don't need a quarterback so. That would be pretty crazy. And yep. maybe that was what it was. Maybe that was the situation where Belichick could swoop in there and grab him if the if the scenario happened where he fell enough. I can't remember. I also I heard, Oh, sorry. I was gonna say I heard that uh there are some teams who are kinda happy this thing's going on because you don't have pro days for these incoming rookies. And a lot of times in pro days a team will fall in love with a player just, you know, based off the pro day and they could have just, you know, the best day they've ever had. And then they come in and they're just garbage. So a lot of times they just go off that. So now they're going more into their scouting and they're actually going back to the tapes and, you know, phone interviews to actually, you know, get an idea of who they're getting instead of just a pro day and just being enamored with them. So um, I think a lot of teams are are going to actually pick really well, and they're going to find players that are going to fit their team um, pretty well. Um, I also heard, granted, these are kind of bold predictions. I also heard something about could Joe Burrow not be the guy the Bengals take? Could they either trade back and get what they should get, or in true Bengals fashion, if they don't get the trade back they want, could they just take Justin Herbert at one? And then Burrow falls. And if that's the case, do the Redskins then have to take him or do they still go Chase Young, which is where I think they're going? And then the Lions, they're probably going to take Jeff Okuda from Ohio State, the cornerback. Do they take Burrow if he ends up falling there? Because how could you pass on that? Just fall right in your lap? I know. It's it's going to be great. I can't wait. I'm so excited. But, I mean, the odds are... I mean, if you look at it, the odds are that Burrow's going to the Bengals. Oh, sure. Of course they are. But Ohio you never know. That's true. That's why it's so much fun with the draft. Because even, uh-huh. when, even when Baker went number one, that was not a for sure thing. There were, right. there were talks where that wasn't going to be it. And then there he was. Woo! There he was. Okay, so speaking of the draft. Um, yeah. Predictions, hopes, worries for where play. Actually, let's start with this. How do you view landing spots? So you know we're in we're in dynasty leagues, and now we're getting into Debbie uh-huh. leagues. So where these guys end up in the NFL uh, makes a difference. But on the other hand, talent is talent, and we've got examples either way. 
How do right. you look at landing spot compared to pedigree? Do you care how early in the draft a player is taken? Do you care what kind of team they go to? Do you care if they're buried? What are what are uh, Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, and before we get to that, do you even know how the draft is going to go down? Have you heard? No, and that's doing? no, and that's the other thing. Yesterday or two days ago, I was googling how the draft was going to work because I was curious. Yeah. And what popped up was a bunch of stuff about the stage being on the fountain at the Bellagio and how they were going to bring them out by boat and everything. And then I'm reading that. I'm thinking this is going to be sick. And then I looked at the date and I was like, this is before Corona. Yeah. So none of that was all stuff from no. before. So, no, I would love to hear how it's actually going to yeah. happen. I figure it's a lot of Zoom. I think Zoom is so. behind coronavirus. So, I mean, they, yeah, they had everything planned in Vegas. They had the boat coming out. They had the fountains. Um, I mean, it would have been just a dream for these kids to be drafted and go out on that boat. Epic. Walk across Somebody stage. would have fallen in the water or jumped in it on purpose. Right. Yeah, they get so excited to get drafted. They're doing a backflip yep. in the water. Yep. Um, so the nice thing is the draft is still happening. Right, oh, I know. Yeah, and everybody I'm so, was thinking that yeah. they're not going to have a draft. They're going to push it back. I'm but, so thankful I mean, that it is. Just do it. You know, get it done. Get your players in place. Um, so, and also, Goodell, sorry to cut you off. Also, take yeah. advantage of the fact there is no other sports going on. So they are exactly. going to have. They they are going to have. You take the fact that everybody's stuck in their homes anyway, and then uh-huh. you take the fact that there is no other sports. Everything else has been canceled. Um, so they're going to have viewing out the, like more than they've ever had before because everybody's so excited just to see something, just clips of football is going to be awesome. Yep. Anyway. So Goodell is going to be in his basement announcing picks. He's going to have an IT tech with him. Okay. Um, just in case things kind of go haywire. Um, so no green room. So social distancing will definitely be in force. Okay. Um, and all the team facilities are closed too. So a lot of these teams are, are probably talking through Zoom, you know, or texting each other as the picks go in. Um, so they're going to um, – they already tested internet connections. They've installed safeguards ahead of time for video conferencing. And, um, you know, it's all done through video conferencing with Goodell. So if things go haywire, they can always phone the pick in or they can text it in or email it in. So there'll be plenty of time. Okay. Um, so all these picks are going to be done electronically um, through Goodell. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Uh, it's still going to be 10 minutes, you know, between picks. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and then I, I saw that... Um, the top 58 prospects are going to have tech kits. Okay. Um, so once they're drafted, um, you know, you'll be able to kind of see, you know, their reaction to being drafted. Man, can you imagine the, uh, the technology? I, I'm thinking like, I mean, the reactions are one thing for entertainment, but th- these war rooms are going to be all these guys that are connected in chats like we're in right now. Can you imagine the reliance on technology? Like somebody's internet fails and they can't communicate something about making a certain pick. There's a lot of money on the line. Right. Whew. It's kind of scary. And then at the same time, they'll also be doing a, uh, 
a draft a thon, they're going to have six um, foundations, uh, charities that people can donate money to for relief efforts for COVID. And they're also going to be um, honoring the frontline healthcare workers and all that too. So it's going to be uh, really heavy on the uh, coronavirus bit okay. with this draft. Okay, that's fair. I mean, it's it's all everybody talks about, so that makes sense. They would have yeah. that. Yep. And so ESPN is going to be uh, having it. And then I think ABC is also going to be covering it. They're going to be doing more of the personal side of things, like uh, going through all these players, um, you know, their journeys to being a college player and becoming a pro. Uh, so that's going to be the more personal touch to the to the draft. I'm already in on that. There was a commercial. I saw a commercial with Joe Burrow for Lowe's, and he was he was uh, video conferencing with customers from Low from. Uh, from Lowe's that were in Athens, Ohio, where he's from. Yeah. And that town is like, I mean, his he's got a picture of his billboard, you know, childhood home of Joe Burrow. I mean, they love him. That's their claim to yeah. fame. And all these like older Walmart workers are just like, oh, thank you so much for being inspiration. He's thanking them for, for you know, all that they're doing to keep things running. And he's inviting them to games when the games start. And it was really cute. So I'm all in for that. I'll be crying quite a bit, I'm sure. I'll have to have my, because we're going to have a Zoom party, so I'm going to have to have my technical difficulties. Ralph is, <laughs> Ralph is bawling his eyes out. <laughs> Why is Ralph sniffling? I don't, want, I don't want one of Beer Bad and Barry Crimson to, to look at me any different, any, uh, look down on me for my... <laughs> for my too much feelings. Yeah. Um, wow. So that's going to be intense. I mean, honestly, I don't care how they do it. I'm just so excited. And I'm also excited because with the distance learning stuff, I mean, Friday, if it's during the day, Friday, okay. I have to be with my kids for a couple hours there, but generally speaking, a quarantine means that I can sit and watch every single second of the draft. And I don't normally do that. Normally I do Thursday night and then the rest of it, I kind of check highlights. But I'm really excited to watch the whole thing. And we're going to talk about the No Eye and Team Best Ball League tonight. Yes. Um, we where we drafted full NFL teams. We we neglected to talk about that last week. So that Going is that. probably the league I'm most excited about because of the draft. Because we get to yeah. watch players be drafted right to our teams. Yeah, but it's going to be awesome. Yeah, but back to my question. So how do you view players in the draft as far as fantasy how do you feel about like is there do you hope for players that you like to go in a certain like what are, what are your thoughts on that yeah I, being that i'm in so many leagues and i have so many different um draft picks you know i have a couple leagues where i have the one one a couple leagues where i have the fifth pick a couple leagues i'm at the end of it so it's i'm gonna get a a hodgepodge, a cornucopia, if you will, a plethora of players. So, word of the day: toilet paper. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> it's a it's a friend's quote when Joey Tribbiani's using big words and they say word of the day: toilet paper. Oh. Anyway, that's how he knows the words. Weird. Yeah. That's anyway, anyway, that's okay. Well, you know, the best jokes yeah. are the ones you have to explain. Continue. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, I mean. There's always players that I'm hoping that I get, depending on where I fall. You know, with the one-one in Superflex, I'm going to go Burrow, so I'm I'm pretty confident that he's going to go. But you know, I've got a one-five in a couple leagues, and 
uh, there's one team where I have a ton of uh, team needs. <laughs> so really, it's best player available. So, yep. um, I mean, I don't have one player that I'm hoping that I get at one certain spot. Um, and also, you know, it all goes down to after the draft happens, there's going to be a ton of trades going on. There's going to be people jockeying for position mm-hmm. to try to get people that they really want. And a lot of times I try to take advantage of those people with the rookie fever sure. and, uh, you know, make them pay for it. So um, I, I usually just, you know, wait and see how the draft plays out instead of because when I started this whole thing, I would really focus on one player who I really wanted. And if I didn't get him, I was bummed. And then, you know, my the whole rest of my draft would be kind of a wash because I really didn't care because I missed out on, on who I wanted. Um, so I'm just going to, you know, let the draft picks fall where they may and uh, just take the best player that fits my team or needs and then go from there. Um, so I, when, so again, when we started this, the first dynasty we did was the Emperor League, the one that you ended. Um, and years ago, after the first season, the first, so I had the first overall pick. I won the consolation bracket. And then I wanted Carlos Hyde, right? But I had heard all this talk, all this talk, all this talk of the guys that would go first. And I think that was. Uh, I can't remember who the receivers were, but the talk was that Hyde would go after the receivers. And so I made a trade and I moved back to 1-4, hoping to get Carlos Hyde. Well, we get to the draft, Carlos Hyde goes 1, and 1 over 1 overall. And now I'm like, Meh. So the po- but the point is I had the 4th pick in that in that draft in that first rookie draft I had ever done, and I was looking at the player who was going to have the best opportunity. I took Kelvin Benjamin at four to the Panthers. Now he was a big fat tub of goo, but he was going to be a gigantic target to a team that didn't have any wide receivers and to a guy who was going to spray the ball around. And I, that first year it worked out. Okay. He had a thousand yards, but it was also kind of painful to watch. Um, and I ended up trading him the year after that. But the my point I want to make is I originally thought that landing spot for rookies was going to be all that it, you know, like that was going to be it. Like they're going to walk into a, to a position that's great. And then every single year something happens where I just more and more realize that that is not how to look at it at all. And it's actually better. I mean, think about all the people who got a discount on AJ Brown because he went to a crappy spot where they didn't throw the ball much. And, you know, Corey Davis was there. Um, And they got a discount. He went end of the first round. And now people are, you know, he's, I mean, I took him in the third round of a startup. Uh, So I, I kind of look at it as um, I kind of hope some of these guys go to muddled spots. Some of the guys with a lot of draft capital because the cream rises to the top. I mean, a guy like CD lamb, if he goes to the Cardinals, which would be bizarre, but it is being talked about as a potential spot, yeah. he's going to be not looked at as anything great because they've got Nuke and they've you know they've got the targets and they got the high flying whatever. And but I, man, I'd still I'd still love to go for it. Or, or Jonathan Taylor. So I heard something about Jonathan Taylor going to um, the Titans and being behind Henry as their guy of the future. Interesting. I mean, he would become so much cheaper at that point. 
um, in a lot of in a lot of ways. So I I try to uh, focus on the talent and not uh, the situation that they're drafted into. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Talent usually does win out in those situations. And then as far as I've also kind of learned as time has gone on that how early they're drafted does matter. I mean, guys like, you know, you look at like a Sony Michelle or a, Rash- or a Rashad Penny who got taken in the first round. There was a lot more um, a lot more leash on them to give them a chance to, perf- you know, mm-hmm. to perform because they were taken in the first round as running backs. And that's usually a spot designated for guys who are really, really good. Um, whereas, I mean, look at a guy like... Um, like Philip Lindsay, I mean, he's played really, really, really well, but because he was an undrafted free agent, um, nobody really trusts that he's going to be able to hold that job long term. And sure enough, they bring in Melvin Gordon. So it's just interesting how much that can, how much that can matter. And and it's kind of starting to spill into Debbie a little bit too. I'm looking at my rankings and I'm looking at guys who have been in college for a year or two and they've been performing. And I'm looking at those as those stars coming in. I'm like, oh, they were only a three-star recruit. Well, why? <laughs> why would I? Why would I care about them now? I'm going for those four and five-star recruits that were looking great coming out of high school, which right. is ludicrous, of course. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, that is true. What you're saying too, and you know, players drafted in the first round, running backs, wide receivers, they're getting paid. First round money, yep. right? So that's an investment, um, and and they're going to be given time to try to get it worked out because they were drafted there for a reason. They weren't a flyer in like you know they like the sixth or seventh round. They weren't practice squad guys that right. you know got their chances. Like Mostert, you know everybody was hurt, so he got his chance. You know he he was on like seven teams, something like that. You have to so, play so much better if you have a later draft spot. You have to play so much better to stay on the field than guys who have a lot more, um, a lot more clout coming in. Is what it comes down. You to. have if you are drafted low like that or even undrafted, you have zero room for error. I mean, you get hurt, you're done. You make a bonehead of play in special teams, you're done. I mean, you have to do everything right. Uh, you also have to have, you know, some luck involved too. You know, players above you get hurt, so it's like a, a perfect storm to to be successful. Because even with well, running backs especially, your shelf life is is really short. So you have to make the most of every chance you get. And the the other thing about the um, the other thing I will say about landing spot is I do. It's not as much about the other players that are on the team they're going to but it's all it's more about the system and the coach I mean anybody going to the Jets I'm bummed about because Adam Gase is so terrible I heard somebody give me a little bit of hope I can't remember which podcast it was but just talking about what's with the oh (laughs) oh that's your Adam Gase stare it throws me off every time I'm like what are you looking at me like that for that's that's the Gase Gase yeah that's the Gase Gase um Every time I do it, every time I, you're like, I know, and I'm always doing? like, "What are you doing? What are you looking for?" <laughs> um, now I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, somebody gave me a little hope, and they were just talking about like if you know one of these good wide receivers will go to the Jets, probably, and mm-hmm. you know the Jets will eventually realize that Gase is terrible and get rid of him, and they'll still be a young player. And I mean, Sam Darnold is only. 
uh, is only 22, so, like, he'll still be a young player. So eventually they'll figure it out. So even though even if a guy goes there, he's not in purgatory forever. Um, running back would be the most concerning thing going to the Jets because with Kenyon Drake, I mean, he butchered that. Um, who He was clearly the best player, and he never put him on the field. And yeah. so I have no faith in his ability to, you know, if they were to draft Jonathan Taylor, I bet he'd never see the field, and it would just be Le'Veon Bell up the middle for three yards every single play, and it would just drive me nuts. But I trust Belichick to craft things creatively. I trust Andy Reid to craft things creatively. Mm-hmm. Um you know, a running back, I know they have Miles Sanders, but like a running back going to the Eagles, I'd be a little more worried about because they seem so reluctant to use one guy. Um, but obviously Sanders is, I mean, that's a moot point because he's, um, he's the guy there now. But just a lot of those situations where um, uh, where it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I heard Cole commit to the Patriots, you know, and we have faith in them to use tight ends. So maybe a tight end, a rookie tight end, has more chance at a place like that right away. Who knows? And then you also talk about rookie wide receivers going to crappy teams, but sometimes the best uh, situations are in that case. If you're playing from behind a lot, you're going to be catching a lot of balls. You're going to be taking your licks. You're going to get a lot of those reps too. So you get all that out in your rookie season. Come your sophomore season, you you and your quarterback get along on the same page, or they bring another quarterback in all together, and then you know you sneak in as a second year wide receiver into the top fifteen, and then you, know, you just keep improving. So I mean, it's it's sometimes it's good to be on a crappy team, just taking your lumps and paying your dues because it's going to pay off in the long run, anyways. Or you'll get used up and spit out like a piece of old gum. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully it's the former, <laughs> not the latter. Uh, good times. Anything else about the draft? So we're going to have a Zoom. We're going to have a Zoom parte. Yeah, I, I was trying to think about how this would work because I don't want to hear everybody else's TVs through the uh, through the Zoom. Yeah. What I was thinking was having – I might I, – I don't know if everybody has the capability, but if I had a Bluetooth earbud in my left ear – taking the TV sound and putting in my left ear and then just normal conversation with the people on the computer, then nobody else is hearing my TV. But really, I mean, you don't need to have the TV on. Uh, you can have the TV muted, right? Cause all you want to see is what? No, the, I need to hear that. I need to hear the, I need to hear the, blah, 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 blah. I can't no. just, you're going to have your TV muted. The only reason I watch the draft is to hear everybody boo Goodell, and that's not going to happen. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that he pipes in some boos on the first couple picks just to make it more realistic. Well, I like uh, I like hearing the talky talk personally. I want to hear yeah. the I want to hear the banter. Hey, is there? I don't want to. I don't want to hear Mel Kiper. Is no. there? Well, I know you hate Mel Kiper. Is the, at least Joe Buck's not there. Um, are you going to? Uh, nope, lost my train of thought. Uh oh, it's back. Um, how uh, how are they, are they going to do any sort of red carpet where they talk to people ahead of time? Because I like the I, red, I like the red carpet. I think they're just going to have uh, production. Maybe they'll do like some Zoom interviews with some players. You know, someone those lines will all have to be done. And uh, mo- I would bet these guys are going to dress up in their ge- dress up in their duds in their homes too, because that's a big part of it. And they can only have like 10 people at home too. So that's going to, you know, be different than 
all the family, all the teammates, all the friends, they name is plastered on the screen and everybody erupts. The guy starts crying. There's going to be 10 people in the house with him. So it's not going to be as, as, uh, as fun to watch. Well, they should get their camera still, on me so that I can get excited. It'll be memorable them. for them though. Yeah. It'll be a memorable for everyone. It's a magical, yeah. magical moment. A moment they'll never forget a unless they fall forget. out of the first round when they're projected in the first round. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a, I had another, I didn't, I didn't actually warn you about this, but I had something else that we could kind of talk about um, in terms of, in terms of this, uh, in terms of IDP. Yeah. Um, so we have the Westeros rookie draft coming up and it's one week after the NFL draft. So it's the Saturday following. Um, going into the, we've had two rookie drafts now for that league and Last year, I went very heavy on rookies, but I was wondering how you look at IDP rookies, because what I realized was last year that I went early on IDP rookies. I took Nick, well, I mean, I traded for Nick Bosa, but let's say I just took him in the second round. I took Jonathan Abram because I saw a video of him knocking somebody's head off and I fell in love. Um, I took Devin Bush because I knew the two Devons were the best linebackers. I took Greedy Williams late. I think that was last year and not the year before. I took Greedy Williams late because I knew he was a Brown and he'd be playing again, uh, across from Denzel Ward, and I knew he, was, uh, he fell for character issues. Um, but basically my Devi – not Devi, my rookie IDP research tends to be very lacking and I don't get super deep in it. And so then I'm watching as as I last year as I got all my rookie IDP players early and then got you know positional players later on, um, I then I see like like Adam is a good example like he took Oliver the defensive tackle that for the Bills and I was thinking man I've never even heard of that guy and he turned out to be like a beast I'm trying to think of what some of the other examples are but. Um, how do you look at your IDP rookie research? Because mine's very top heavy, and if I don't get those guys, I'm kind of going spur of the moment. I'm trying to fix that this year with my few picks that I do have. Sorry to spring it on you. No, you're fine. Um, you know, I, I mean, looking at my team, um, and I think I have the uh, the three pick. So obviously, with that pick, I'm going offense. Um, Probably running back, nice young running back. Um, well, you should get the best running back of the group, in theory. Yeah, that's my hope. Yep. Right. Um, so, and then after that, I'm just going to prioritize. You know what? Because uh, I think I traded away my second. Well, no, I, think, I didn't. I think you traded it to me, but then I traded it. I moved it on. I thought I could be. I oh, remember. oh no, no, no. That never mind. You know what's probably a different league, right? Yeah, we've got a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I I really haven't done a deep dive yet into it because um, you just reminded me that the draft is coming up, <laughs> and I'm I'm just fresh off the whole Debbie thing, so I got to focus on the incoming rookies now. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of me looking at my team and seeing where I'm at. And uh, just seeing what's going to be available for me, and maybe that's really what it boils down to. And maybe that's another. Maybe that's another interesting point is that if if you 
if you build your team the right way, you you pick offensive rookies in the draft who are much more predictable on whether they're going to be good or not. And the rookies, you kind of wait to see how things, because IDP, as we know from playing for a few years now, has a lot more variables. And right. it's, it's not as predictable as you may think. I thought my theory for Greedy Williams was great. He ended up not being very good. Um, but, uh, you know, with the ex- I think the exception would be those big-name top pass rushers. I mean, Chase Young should go. He'll go into the first round, I would think, for sure. I think once the big, big, cor- big two quarterbacks, big three, uh, three or four running backs and top two wide receivers are gone, I'm sure he'll go because, I mean, that was my theory with Bosa was he – that's a hard position to fill and you want to have that locked down. So. Right. I would love to get him, but I traded away my first and second round picks, and now I can't trade. My theory was I'll get him back. Nope. Nope. So, okay. I was just curious. Uh, I was just curious how you uh, how you looked at that. So that is how I look at it. So we got to talk about this team draft, which was kind of fun. Um, we're at thirty seven minutes. Do you want to take an early break, and then we'll uh, and then we'll come back and talk talk teams. Yeah, let's do that. May as well. No need to. No need to force it. I don't know how long we'll be talking about it. Okay. That was, <laughs> All right. That was an eyebrow raise right there. And I did a little. Ah. <laughs> okay, so uh, we we're gonna take a short break. We will be back, and we were gonna talk about there's no I in team best ball league. It's so exciting. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Dave, don't talk yet. We're back because I got to turn you up. Now, you don't recognize that song? You know, it, it sounded like an 80s workout video with chicks with the headband and, you know, that's what I got. Okay, what if, what, if I said, what if I said Sega Genesis? Was it Mega Man? Oh, no. Burp, burp, burp. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, my friend. That's the, oh. that's the Green Hill Zone theme. Was it? I've been on a little bit yeah. of a. I've been a, on a little bit of a classic video game theme kick lately. I don't know if you've noticed. Kind of, yeah. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Getting them rings. Getting them rings. Okay, so there's no I in team. So this is our uh, drafting full NFL teams. So we had an auction. Uh, yeah, we did. There were eight of us. We had an auction, hundred dollar budget. We each. So in- oh. Yeah. Before this, but, though, I mean, this was our baby. This was our idea. We had done a mock draft of this a couple weeks prior Yep. where we just decided to pick instead of one player because we had nothing to talk about. So we just decided <laughs> to draft. 
<laughs> Pretty much. We just decided to draft teams, quarterback, running back, wide receivers, tight end, and we thought, you know what? We could make this work as a league. Yep. And so, you know, a couple weeks of planning and talking about it, and we got six people to uh, think that it was a good idea too, and now we're talking about a draft that we just did. Well, yeah, and and I – it it uh well it, well okay it was interesting for sure I, it it's funny though cuz i was talking about it in in one of the uh sleeper chats and then all of a sudden like a week ago one of the guys goes hey starting a new league if anybody's interested we draft full nfl teams and he just casually mentioned it and he didn't give us credit at all what a jerk he just mentioned it like it was nothing um, but anyway, it was pretty awesome. So, um, so you, me, Joel, Kurt, uh, Aaron, uh, as in married into, uh, married into your fam, right. your, 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 uh, lovely wife's fam. And then Joey, uh, thank you for your service, Joey. And then one of beer bad and Barry Crimson. So this is a, this is a classic group of, of our dudes. So we were all on zoom Got to see one of Beer Bad and Barry Crimson's faces for the first time was totally weird. I'm like, I don't know if that's how I pictured you or not. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was great to great to see those guys. So we all got on there and basically uh, had a randomized order for nominating teams, and then we all had a little slip of paper and something to write with. Somebody would, whoever was first, would bring up a team for nomination. Everybody would write down their bids. You of course had to keep. One dollar per team, so you couldn't you couldn't bid more than ninety eight dollars on one team because you had to have a buck right. for the other two, um, and then which who knew how that was going to go? We found out, uh, and then you had to, if you didn't want a team, you had to still write a zero so that everybody thought everybody was bidding on a team. Uh, if you brought them up for nomination, you had to bid at least a dollar. Um, you couldn't, so you couldn't bring up a team you really didn't want because you might get them. Um, and then once everybody was up on the screen, uh, we all looked. All right, looks like we won. We confirmed that it won. Jotted on the notebook, and and it, we all, we and all it, gave the thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, we, we gave the th- yep gave yep, the thumbs up yep. when everybody was done. Although everybody was pretty quick on it, I we didn't have anybody really delaying too much. But basically, um, it it went pretty smoothly. I I had my I had my concerns. I think if it would have been any more than eight, it would have been tricky to manage. Yeah. It, it was a good number for this. But, you league. know, if if not for COVID-19, if this had been in person, that, that drafting method would have been perfect. If everybody yeah. had just handed their slips to me with their names on them, that would have been really smooth. But um, it was, you know, it was a little trickier being able to see them. So yeah. um, now I did not, I don't know if you wrote down the order in which they were nominated. I remember the first few, um, but... Otherwise, we can kind of just go through the big, the big money ones, and you know some things from there. I remember the first few though, so should we just yeah. go for it? I just, I just have the order that uh, we nominated. I don't have who went first. Okay. Say, yeah, same for me. So I'm pretty sure that the were the Chiefs first, or you nominated first. Did you actually put up the Panthers first? No, I put the Chiefs. Okay, up. so you put up I the put Chiefs. The first. Up right so the Chiefs yeah. were up right away. Now I went in thinking I want to spend a. I'll, my initial strategy was I want to spend big money, like around seventy bucks, on one of either the Ravens, the Chiefs. I think I would have counted the Forty ers in there or the Saints. 
Um, so the Chiefs come up. Everybody puts in their bids. I bid $71. And I'm thinking, when I see the 71, I'm thinking, wow. Because I think I bid low 60s on it. And I thought I had a fair shot. But I saw 71, and I'm thinking, there's Ralph doing and, Ralph things. Yeah, and you're thinking, of course, Ralph wanted the Chiefs. That's not hard to right. figure out. And then we look more closely Yep, more closer. You were outbid by one buck. By one dollar. Aaron put in $72 for the Chiefs, and I couldn't believe that I missed out. It was fantastic. I couldn't believe that I missed out. It was crazy. Um, I think that the, if I remember correctly, I think the 49ers may have been next. I don't think it was possible. Okay, so let's say the 49ers were next. Um, The winning bid was $63. That was for Kurt. Got him. The Ravens. I'm wearing a Ravens cap. I turned it around so Dave I see can that. see it. Now Dave can see it. Doesn't really help the pod, but helps our friendship. Um, oh. oh, puppy, puppy alert, puppy, puppy alert. There's Maisie. There is a there is a puppy on the screen. What's up, pup? Oh, puppy what ever. a little fuzzball. Nobody's gonna be coming to your house uninvited. <laughs> We had a day of all visitors. Yeah, I bet. Hi, buddy. Kona used to welcome visitors, and now she threatens to bite their faces off. Oh, Kona loves me. I miss Kona. I had an ammo delivery today, and she just about tore the FedEx guy. I thought she was going to jump over the fence. Um, (laughs) And I was outside staying next to her, zapping her with the the vibrate collar. Anyway, um, so the 49ers went for 63 bucks. Yes. Um, which is, I think, I mean, because this includes IDP, so I thought the 49ers was a very valuable team because I was thinking, man, I want that Nick Bosa on my team. But yeah. uh, but Kirk got him for 63. So the Ravens uh, came up, I think, next, and yes. they, they were on my list. I bid 69, and I think I only won them by a few bucks. It was close. It was, yeah. cl- it was another close one, if I remember correctly. So I got the Ravens for 69 bucks, so... Um, little cheaper than the other ones or than, than, uh, than the chiefs would have been. But, so I was pretty happy about that. So the other big money teams, the saints went to Joey for 68. Uh-huh. The Cardinals went to Barry Crimson for 71. The Cardinals. That's, That's a lot of money. Was that fresh off that nuke news? It must've been, it was, um, yes. The the one I don't understand was the Seahawks for sixty two. I I wouldn't want anything to do with the Seahawks. They don't have their defense has been just terrible, and they don't have reliable like their tight end has been weird lately, and yeah. their injuries at running back. I don't know. I I just I wouldn't have want that was a big zero on my bid sheet for the Seahawks. I mean, really, when you spend that much for Seattle, you're spending it for Russell Wilson and for DK Metcalf, right? And well, Will Disley, and well, Ty, Tyler Lockett's a good best ball player. Yeah. Um, and, you know, best ball basically helps all of these situations, too. Let's be honest. So Correct. Um, so those were the big ones. So let's go through some of these squads. Um, we can start with ours. What, what were the three teams you got? How much did you bid for them? And what was the reason you wanted them? What was your strategy with those three teams? So I just want to first say, Ralph, that oh. I did. I did some research. Oh, did you now? I did. I I was all in on this because I was really excited. So my first step is I took every single team 
and I wrote out quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, all the main guys, right? So I, I mean, you can see it. Yes, I know. You okay. showed it to me before. It's very impressive. Yes. So, and then what I did. It's like what people <clears throat> did before they had Microsoft Excel. Exactly. I was just on a tangent. I was just going nuts. It's okay. I handwrite it too. So the next thing I did is I put a, a, a circle with a line through it of the teams that I didn't want any part of. Yep. I didn't want to draft them. My no draft teams, Miami, New England, Jets, Houston, Indy, Washington, Chicago, and the Rams. Mine were pluses and minuses. I had a plus oh, yeah. next to the teams I really wanted and a minus next to the teams I didn't. I like it. So from there... My next sheet is I kind of went a little draft day thing. You know, he pulls out his pocket, mm-hmm. and I keep forgetting his name. I know. Always. Oh, uh, something every time. Yeah. Uh, no, or no matter time. what. Uh, I'm going <laughs> yes, no to I'm actually going to watch draft day tomorrow. I, ha- I have to watch draft day before the NFL yeah. draft. It's too good. It just gets you, it gets you psyched up. Ooh. So I made a list. That I wanted at least one of these teams. I felt having at least one of these teams, I'm going to get a good chunk of, of players, right? My list of at least one teams were the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Browns. Okay? That was my, I want to get at least one of those teams no matter what. And then I had a list of teams that I would bid under five bucks for. I had a team of right around fifteen bucks. I had a team of right around twenty bucks and thirty or so bucks. So I knew that when each team was nominated, I went to my list and I knew exactly what I was going to uh, to nominate them for. So I was I was ready. I, I was even thinking of going one of Beer Bad's route. He did 33, 33, 34 for his teams. Yeah, he's very even. I was, I was thinking that maybe I could get each team for like 33 bucks each. Um, but then after what the bids were, I thought, that's probably not going to work for the teams that I really want. I'm going to have to bid a little bit more. If you want one of the quote-unquote stud teams, then yeah. Exactly. So, and then after... <laughs> The Chiefs went for 72, and the Ravens went for 69. I'm thinking, well, I'm not getting them, so <laughs> maybe I can get a couple of the other teams left on my at least one list. I maybe can get them for a little bit cheaper. So my first team I got were the Panthers, and I got them for 46 bucks. And is that the number you had written on your sheet for them? Or did you bump it up? Um, well, so I have them as get at least one, so that means I'm going to bid a lot for them. Okay. So, so you so you looked at how much the top tier teams were look were were going for. Figured the Panthers were slightly below that. Do you remember how much you won them by? No, I did not. It was probably close. Most most of the bids were close. There wasn't anybody who drastically overbid, um, right. with the exception of. Probably Seattle. Um, and yeah. And the and the Redskins, Barry Crimson really wanted them, and he could have been a dollar and gotten them. That's true. Um, so, and in Carolina, uh, I'm getting the trio of 
Uh, McCaffrey, hello. Um, DJ Moore and my man. Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Don't you want to come to my birthday? Right. So um, I did a little mini dance that I got the Panthers, and I was really excited that I got them because they were on my list of get at least one. And then um, the Browns were up, and the Browns were the very last team on my list of get at least one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I, you know, Mayfield, Chubb, Hunt. Yep. OBJ, if he's still there. Um, Hooper. And then, and then Hooper. Yeah, I was excited for Hooper. So uh, I just went and I did 39 bucks. Well, he's and, also, yeah, because he's your best tight end option out of your three right. teams, too. Yep. And so strategically, I used right around 39 because I still wanted some money left on my final bid if I wanted to get a decent team with my, because I didn't want to be left for like three or four bucks. And I would just get one of those crappy teams that I would just nominate at the end. Um, so I bid 39 for Cleveland, and I got Cleveland. So I was happy with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so my my third team I got, well, first I'll say that Philly came up. And I'm like, I they're fourth on my list of teams that I want. And I only had 15 bucks left. And then I, I was keeping track of what everybody's bids were. And then I saw that you had some money left. And I'm thinking, you know what? Ralph is going to win Philly. Because uh, obviously you are a fan of the Erds Goddard combo. Sure am. Right. And I'll, and de- and I'll, and I'll, deal, with the, uh, I'll deal with the redheaded cousins uh, if it's best ball. Yeah. So I... Um, I thought, yeah, I'm still going to go 15, but I know he's going to beat me. So you got him for 17, but I'm happy you got him. Um, Boy, so, is that all I beat you for the Eagles with? You bid 15? Yeah. Wow, that's actually... Uh, that's all I had left. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad that I got him because that would have been a real bummer because they were a big target of mine going in. Yeah, so you you got them for pretty cheap. Um, and so my, my third team were the Jaguars. Um, so they came up and I was thinking, you know what? Um, they've got a decent young core. Um, they got Minshew, they got Shark, um, Fournette and they for got now. Fournette, right? So I get 15 and, while he's healthy. and I got, yeah. So I, uh, I, and then as I was, you know, going through everything, I was just writing down what my players would be, you know, so at quarterback, I've got Bridgewater, Mayfield, Minshew. Running back, I've got C-Mac, Chubb, Fournette. Wide receivers, I've got Moore, OBJ, Landry, Anderson, Shark. Tight ends, I've got Thomas, Hooper, and Eifert. I mean, that's that ain't bad. Not bad. I'm, I'm very happy with how that all played out. And then we were going through and uh, entering in all the defensive players, too. And I'm like, I get this person. I get this person. So I'm so excited. So this is, so this is best ball. So the, so the number of players that we have on our active roster from our assigned teams, three quarterbacks, six running backs, six wide receivers, three tight ends, yep. and then two of the three kickers, and then three defensive linemen, 
uh, five linebackers and five defensive backs. And your best ball will be calculated from those. I think for the IDP, it's one of your defensive linemen is scored, two linebackers, two defensive backs. Uh, one of your tight ends is scored, two wide receivers, two running backs, a quarterback, a super flex, and a regular flex. Um, yep. Do you want to, as long as you're mentioning anyway, do you want to go through your IDP players that these teams produced as well, as long as you've mentioned oh offensive? Yes. Yeah. Because that's what I'm going to do too. Because I think that's part of the... I mean, that's the fun part is just we went got to go through after last week's podcast. We added freely because you're just adding them as free agents because you have the rights to them. It was so fun. So my defensive linemen, I've got Josh Allen and Yannick Ngakwe. Ngakwe. I love him from Jacksonville. I've got Larry Ogunjobi from Cleveland. And then, uh, so that's three D linemen, right? Um, my one, two, three, four, five. I've got five linebackers. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down for this? I am. Miles Jack from Jacksonville. Your man, Joe Schobert. Yeah, you would have got Who him is- either way. Yep, he went from Cleveland to Jacksonville. I've got both teams, so I would have got him either way. Oh, he's so I've good. I've also got Shaq Thompson from Carolina. Tahir Whitehead from Carolina and Mac Wilson from Cleveland. He's actually the only linebacker the Browns have right now. I don't know if you knew that. He's playing by himself in the middle. He's going to be busy. That's a lot of tackles. <laughs> I'm all for that. Yep. And then my D-backs, I've got uh, a couple of trays on the team. Trips right. Interesting. Oh. I've got Trey Boston. Trey Herndon, Ronnie Harrison, Rashawn Melvin, and Jared Wilson. And my two kickers, I've got Lambeau and Sly. Oh, you're just going to shaft Siebert like that? Yeah. Wow. Okay. You're missing out. He's a good kicker. We'll see. All right. Solid squad. Um, Thanks for talking. Thing. Yeah, no problem. So uh, so I got the Ravens for 69 bucks. Um, they were one of my really solid team targets. Uh, Eagles I wanted to make sure I got because um, I they're running backs. It's best ball, so who cares? And they have the two tight ends, and it's best ball, so who cares? And um, Carson Wentz, when, you know, he's, when he's healthy, it's fine. And I, I knew that... They, you know, they also have wide receivers that are kind of best ball. Like Deshaun Jackson is a good best ball yeah. guy. They'll draft somebody. And Boston Scott. And I Boston mean, Scott. Yes. Thank goodness. I have Who Boston Scott. Who is going Scott. to outproduce Miles Sanders this year? Yeah. If that's, that's, I guess, hot take would be one way to say that. Um, now, this is. <laughs> that's an inappropriate motion you just did um so now interestingly enough my theory here remember how i said that i don't mind having money left at the end because i'll scrape up the the leftover players because i have faith in finding guys i like even late yeah i looked at this and i looked at the teams and i knew there were more than nine teams that were considered not good, like more than eight teams that were considered not good that I would have been fine having at the end. Mm -hmm. So 
I ended up being the last team. Like basically, I picked the last, the the ninth to last team that was left. Um, I had my pick because I was the only one with money left. Now, if I had realized that, I it, because I knew I was comfortable doing that. So if I knew it was going to get to that point, or if I had predicted it would get to that point, I would have just spent another an extra fourteen dollars on Philly to make sure I got them. And then right. just known it was going to be a dollar on whoever. So I ended up taking the Bengals of the le- of the best remaining teams, um, and I picked them because of Mixon. Obviously, they're going to have Joe Burrow, so I love that because best ball. I mean, he could be he could end up putting up uh, good numbers um, even year even year one. Uh, why you know they've got wide receivers that can be hit or miss because of, but it's best ball and then I also I love their defensive backs they've got my boy Von Bell they've got Jesse Bates those are some guys that I really like having in a best ball um, uh, IDP so but as I look at so the teams that were not taken the Dolphins who are going to have so many young studs like I'd be excited I'd be okay having them. The Patriots, I trust Belichick. I would have been okay having them. Uh, the Jet, the Jets, nobody wanted. Uh, let's see, the Texans, nobody wanted. Uh, no. But the Broncos, I would have been fine having. The Char- yeah. the Chargers, I would have been fine having. I, the Raiders, I probably would have been okay having if I really had to, although I knew it wouldn't have come to that. Um, and then the Bears are the other one that wasn't taken. And the Bears are... You know they they have their moments. They've got some. They've got a good defense, and they've got some, uh, some some good players. But but basically, I I wish I had planned that better. I ended up getting Philly, but if I'd missed out, and it was because I could have just spent all but one dollar and then gotten the team that I wanted, I would have been real bummed. Yeah. Um. So my team right now is looking like this. Keeping in mind, I know we were talking about where we hope rookies go. Like I'm, I can't wait to get Burrow in here. I'm hoping that the Eagles take a wide receiver. I'm hoping that, um, you know, I was, uh, they were talking about the, uh, uh, they were talking about the Ravens taking a, taking a defensive lineman pretty high. So there's going to be some additions here, but as of now, my team looks like this at quarterback, Andy Dalton, Lamar Jackson, Carson Wentz at running back Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, Mark Ingram, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. Wide receiver is a weak point. Uh Jay Jaws, Tyler Boyd, Marquise Brown, AJ Green, Alshon Jeffrey, John Ross. Um I, it's uh yeah, I I can't wait to like I mainly I want to get Jay Jaws out of there cuz he probably still won't be producing this year if they get rugs. Whew, get him right in the uh um, tight end, Mark Andrews, Zach Ertz, and Dallas Goddard. Yeah, I think I'm okay with that. Uh, mm-hmm. My kickers are Justin Tucker and Jake Elliott. Uh, defensive linemen, Calais Campbell, Carlos Dunlap, and Brandon Graham. Linebackers, Tyus Bowser, Josh Bynes, Nathan Gary, Matt Judon, and Jermaine Pratt. Pratt and Judon are the only guys I know about. I like having Judon, but that's a weak linebacking core, so hopefully they'll get some picks in there to spice that up. And then my defensive backs, Jesse Bates, the third Von Bell and Sean Williams from Cincinnati. And then the two guys from Baltimore that I just love Chuck Clark and Marlon Humphrey. Those guys oh, yeah. won me a lot of money last year. So I'll roll with them again. So I feel really good, but I'm hoping a couple of those positions are going to get improved with the NFL yeah. draft. So 
let's go through everybody else's squads and yeah. maybe we can trade off just commenting on how we think these teams did. So I'll start with Joel's. Joel has the Seahawks, the Vikings, and the Lions. Uh, I'm not a fan because the Seahawks are, they've got a lot of holes. The Vikings are, the Vikings have a couple players that'll carry that team, but the Lions, I don't understand the Lions pick for 16 bucks. I would be much happier with a couple of those teams that didn't even end up getting taken than the Lions. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what position is the appeal for the Lions. I mean, I mean, I would have rather Galladay, had the, I guess. I would rather had the Chargers over the Lions. I would have rather had almost every other team that's available than yeah. the Lions. So I'm not sure what the thought process was there, but hey, maybe we'll maybe uh, maybe it was just one or two spots he needed to fill, and the Lions had what he needed. Um, how about Kurt? Do you do you have them all in front of you? Who people took? Yeah, I got Kurt had the nine. Niners, Rams, and Titans. What do you think of that? Um, I think it's not too bad. Um, running back may be a little issue with him. I thought he had one of the better one of the better groups. Or yeah, you, well, he yeah. has he has Derrick Henry, <laughs> and he has all the guys for the 49ers. <laughs> I know, I know. I was kidding. I was kidding. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's not bad at all. I mean, obviously he gets a solid defense. His IDP, his IDP might be yeah. might be the best of any of these teams. Yeah, so that's looking pretty good. Aaron, that's Aaron not Donald. too shabby. He's got Aaron Donald, Nick Bosa, and yeah. who, who else? Eric Armstead, probably. Yikes! Yeah, that's a monster. Ain't bad. Uh, yeah, and he wasn't sure. I, he didn't think he'd get the Rams or was something like that. So I, I'm not sure he's happy with it. But I kept trying to tell him that's like one of the better groupings that uh, that I can see there. Um, yeah, actually, I do remember him saying that he didn't think he'd get the the Rams, and he just bid 18. He got. He said he got stuck with the Rams, is what his words were. I was wearing my girly jersey, and I was hoping that that would get somebody to bid them up. Threw him <laughs> off a little bit. Nicely done. All right, so Joey uh, got the Saints for 68, and then he got the Buccaneers for only 30. Uh, I think, was this after the Tamp, the, uh, was that after the uh, Brady news? Yeah, I think it was. Man, because yeah. uh, the Buccaneers for 30 seems like a bargain to me. And then yeah. he only had two bucks left. He took the Colts. Now, he has since already waiver-wired and traded the Colts in, which I think is the right choice. I wouldn't want the Colts. Yes, um, no. Now, he traded them in for the Raiders, and I'm, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what the thought process is there. I, maybe the Josh Jacobs thing is just too appealing, but um, but I'm pretty sure I mean, it was the Raiders. A, they do have a nice young up-and-coming D-line, so I don't know if that may be. They got a max of two X's. That's Sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Joey, Joey, I think did okay. Saints Bucks is a is a great pairing. I like that a lot. Um, how about uh, how about your brother in law? Because he's got a great grouping too. I mean, the his offense is going to be outstanding. Um, that's going to be exciting for him to watch. He's got Mahomes, he's got Allen, and he's got Ryan. Why don't you start by going through what three teams he has? Oh, I'm sorry. He's got the bill, uh, the Bills, the Chiefs. And the Falcons. Yeah, I thought that was a great collection there. Yeah, so he's he's uh, he's set on the offense. Um, and I mean, Buffalo's got a pretty stingy defense too, so that's that's gonna be pretty good. But 
Atlanta's defense is is terrible. Well, Dante Fowler went to the Falcons, so that's something. They're also talking about the Falcons going cornerback pretty early, so they'll have a young guy who's going to be enthusiastic. Uh, but we shall. But a lot of but there's going to be a lot of Chiefs guys um, that he can throw in there too. Though he's got you know he'll have Honey Badger in there, disrupting things. He's got uh, uh, who else? Chris uh, is it Chris Jones? Yes. Yeah, so they got some. He's got some guys there, um, but yeah, that was a solid squad. So then we had one a beer bad. He spent thirty three, thirty three, thirty four. He had he was very, very even, very evenly uh, distributed. He has the Giants, Cowboys, and Packers. So running back will definitely not be an issue for him. That's for sure. No, not at um, all. He'll be good there. He's got a nice mix of quarterbacks: super young, super old, and a guy in the middle. They all perform. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tight end is probably lacking. We'll see if Evan Ingram can get on the field. Um, wide receivers at Adams and Amari Cooper. He's got a couple good guys there. So that's a pretty good mix. Combo. Yeah. Pretty good mix. And then uh, how about Barry Crimson? Uh, Barry went with the Cardinals uh, for 71 bucks, and then 12 bucks on Washington. And then he took Pittsburgh at the end. Yeah. I think he was the second to last team and, and yeah. I thought for sure if it was left, I thought the Bengals would be much more desirable with mm-hmm. with Burrow going there. I thought for sure I'd miss out on them. When he took the Steelers, I thought that was great because I did not want the Steelers. Um, so, you know, he took the Redskins for 12 bucks. He wanted to make sure he got them because that is his squad. But um, he probably could have bid much less. And gar- I mean, he should have thought about the fact that nobody else would have wanted them probably. But again, you know, it's always if, if it's your squad, if it's the player you really want, you're going to pay for it. Sure. So, um, I mean, I'm the same way with Bridgewater. You make sure you get him. Exactly. Yeah. Got to get your guy. Oh, yeah, you and Bridgewater. I don't I don't get it sometimes. I don't get it sometimes. You will. You will. <laughs> anyway, so that was the uh, – so that was the there's no I in team uh, draft. So I'm very excited to see how things go. And, and I will be uh, – it's probably Sunday morning I'll be going on here and getting the rookies that apply like Joe Burrow. I'll be getting them in there because I'll be so excited to do it and see how that makes yeah, my roster look. Can't wait. All right. Let's see what else we got here, buddy. What do, what do we got next? I think you have a new Devi you wanted to talk about. Yeah, so I have, I have some Devi results. Um, I went through the startup last week. It was the one where I prioritized youth and Devi picks. So I had lots and lots of Devi picks. Ah, that's right. So um, I would uh, I would love to talk about my Devi picks, and you can let me know what you think based on your experience in Devi. So my far. limited experience. So limited far. experience. Um, Okay, let's see. I need to do 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 boo. I gotta find my little tap dancing, little tap dancing, little tap dancing, tap 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 it gets a little bit distorted going through Zoom. It actually sounds a lot better in person. Is that what it is? Okay, I wasn't yeah. quite sure. And I, 
and I have no beers in me, so I sing better when I'm drunk. That's like a fact. Root beers, you mean? Um, so, uh, so this was the draft where I went. Uh, this is tight end premium super flex twelve team, and I and we were picking Debbie picks for ten rounds. So basically, I went Mark Andrews, Debbie one one, and then I went Joe Burrow, and then Debbie one two. So I ended yep. up with one 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 two one six one eleven two five, and then I had some some later ones. So here's okay. here's how this went. You can let me know what you think. So at one one and one two, I went Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. I went Justin Fields first because I'm a Buckeye fan. So you know, ceremoniously, I went for the Buckeye first, even though Trevor Lawrence is really the number one of guy. Of course, of course. Um, so now you've done enough of these to kind of know how the next few picks would typically go. Um, Jamar Chase went three, Rondell Moore at four, and Rashad Bateman from Minnesota at five. So that's been pretty standard. Yeah. So after that, I, I knew I wanted – I was the next pick, and I knew that I wanted to go wide receiver. I In hindsight, I could have gotten one of those top couple of running backs, either Chuba Hubbard or uh, ETN, but – I just, I don't, I don't know. I just figure I, I wanted, I felt like the wide receivers were more predictable maybe. And I wanted to get a little more variety from the wide receivers I had last time. So I went um, at one six, I went Justin Ross from Clemson and then George Pickens, Chuba Hubbard, Sam Howell, quarterback, North Carolina, Travis Etienne went. And then at 111, I took Amon Ross, St. Brown, wide receiver for USC. I was talking to one of Beer Bad about him, hearing some good things. Then Jalen Waddle went, and that was before Devonta Smith. Uh, let's see. So then we had uh, Max Borgie, Tylen Wallace, Samir White, Seth Williams. And then I took a 2-5 Garrett Wilson for Ohio State. So he was a double, a guy that I had gotten in the other one. Um, sure. So it was interesting because there were guys that went – like third or fourth round in the the wire, which is an eighteen team Devi that went for like second round here. Like there were guys that really fell in that last yeah. draft. It was interesting the difference between the two because I have nothing to base it on, but it was just kind of crazy how things fell. Um, so after two five, my next pick wasn't until four five. And I took C.J. Stroud, quarterback for Ohio State. So he's the guy that'll take over for um, for Justin Fields when he moves on. Then I had the five three. I took J.T. Daniels, quarterback for USC. Um, Keaton Slovis, the the younger quarterback at USC, had already gone, and. Okay. Apparently, right after I made this pick, JT Daniels entered the transfer portal. So hopefully, he'll go somewhere that he can uh, have a chance to start this year and and do something. Although I heard it could be Michigan, which is actually really depressing to think about because I don't want to have a Michigan quarterback. So <laughs> now I hope he goes to Michigan. He will That'd be, be on the trade block. Um. So then my next pick was six ten. And I took – so I missed out on a couple of tight ends. I wanted Eric Gilbert, the young tight end. He's an incoming freshman tight end for LSU, and he's like a six six monster, Eric Gilbert. But I got sniped on him, so I decided to go Michael Meyer, the tight end for Notre Dame, another young, super young guy. 
<clears throat> keep in mind, I don't know a lot about these guys. I'm kind of going a lot on just uh, what I know about programs and stuff. Then I decided to go um, running back. I went James Cook running back for Georgia. And then Brett B. very shortly after was like, oh, I guess uh, R3 Dog isn't concerned about James Cook's character uh, character issues. Because everything I read was he's all talent on the field, but um, he may have murdered someone, let's be honest. He may have murdered. It's possible. <laughs> uh, then I took Ricky, another running back, Ricky Slade, for Penn State, but I think he's going to end up transferring because Journey Brown came in there and took that job away. Uh, then... Uh, let's see, 10-4, I took Austin Stogner, tight end for Georgia, and I got um, sniped again on tight end because I wanted the, the Buckeye tight end, but he went to, in, the, in the round before my pick there. And finally, one remaining pick, and I took... Uh, this is 10-8, so this is... Uh, like a lot of picks, like a hundred picks. I took Dominic Blaylock, wide receiver for Georgia, and he was like a twenty-second, the twenty-second ranked um, wide receiver on a lot of my lists. So rather than stack up on running backs, I decided to go back to wide receivers. So those are my guys. What do you think? That's, I mean, that's not a bad team. I mean, you Sounds good, get right? those guys in. Yeah, you're gonna be a force to or be reckoned with. And then I already had to fight off some trade offers because these guys know I'm a Buckeye fan. I don't make that a secret. And right. so the guy who took Jackson Smith Najibo, the wide receiver for Ohio State that's coming in as a freshman this year, comes to me and he he says, "I'll give you <clears throat> I'll give you Jackson for your second and third Debbie slash rookie picks next year." And I'm like, that's second, that's going to be too, that's too much. And he goes, well, I do it for the, your third and fourth. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And then he came and he said, well, I'll give him to you for, um, I'll give him to you for, oh, shoot, I lost him. Uh, Dominic Blaylock, the wide receiver from Georgia that I took. Now, he took Jackson Smith and Jeeba earlier. And then he he wanted to trade him for Dominic Blaylock. He must have missed Blaylock on his list or something. And then yeah. wanted to turn him for that. I decided don't let the homer take over, and don't give away future dart throws. Because when I asked one of Beer Bad and Brett B in in the side conversation the three of us have going, would you guys do this? They said that third and fourth, those are going to be good dart throws moving forward. You definitely do not want to be giving those up because there's going to be incoming young guys, and there were tons of guys on my list that I went through that didn't even get taken at all. So even, you know, those guys will be available next year, a lot of them too. So uh -huh. it'll be interesting to see. So I was excited. I was sad when it ended, but I was excited to do another Debbie. Um, I'm doing a Debbie mock this weekend. Uh, one of beer beds said it was, I can't remember what it's for, but it's, they, they need people to do Debbie mocks so that they can help craft their ADP. So, uh -huh. So I said, eh, twist my arm. <coughs> and I said I'd do it. After oh, is that the one you invited me to? No, that was a mock draft. Okay. That was just a 3 p.m. mock draft, rookie mock draft. And, and I was like, oh. oh, yeah, sounds fun. So I accepted it like 2.30. It was for 3 o'clock. And I sent it to you and Kirk quick just because. Just and then I go, yeah, you know I'm in. And then I put my phone away. 
And then I opened my phone 10 minutes later. It wasn't even three o'clock yet. And they were already three rounds in and I'd been auto draft. It was one minute per pick and he started it early. And it was like me and him and Brett B and like two other guys and the other spots were all autos. So it just flew through. And I was like, well, thanks Jesus. a lot. I, you know, I was planning on three o'clock, but anyway. that's funny. All right, buddy. Last but not least, we're 41 minutes. So last but not least, I've got some trade offers I've gotten. Would you like to give your opinion on them? Let's hear some. All right. So this is just, I was jotting these down while I was waiting for you to join the Zoom. So these are all that I've gotten within the last week, week or two at the, at the most. So I got the question today. A guy says, is my third, fourth, and fifth round 2020 rookie picks enough to get Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards? Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. The answer is no. The answer is I'm never talking to you again. Right. I mean, I know Ingram's old and I know Gus Edwards is the backup, but no, your third, fourth and fifth round. I don't care if it's three, one, four, one and five, one. I don't care if it's two, one, three, one and four, one. You're not getting Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards. Did you counter? No, I said, I said, no, no, thank you. Bye bye. Okay. Ready for the next one. Oh my, is it as good as the first one? <laughs> um, I don't know. You let me know what you think. The guy's, the guy's offering me Mike Evans. Okay. And, and I'm not giving you any context for how my teams look, but, you know, these my teams are okay. Um, sure. He's offering me Mike Evans. He wants Daryl Henderson, DK Metcalf, and 112. Oof. You know, I mean, was this before or after Gronk got traded? Uh, this one was today that he offered that. Today, uh, it, it may have been. It may have been yesterday. It may have been yesterday. May have been okay. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't matter though, in my opinion. I mean, I uh, I still like the upside of uh, of DK Metcalf, and I think Godwin is going to have a, a better year than Evans. Yep. So Brady Brady affects Evans in a negative way. So I would lean towards Metcalf on that one. Yeah, and that's what I said. I said I'm pretty close to liking Metcalf over Evans straight up. Like, I if I'm the Metcalf owner, I'm not going to add to Metcalf to get Evans. Right. If I'm the Evans owner, I understand you're asking for more, but I'm not. I'm not biting on that. All right. Uh, Then he says. So then he kind of got off that, and he said, "Well, he wants Henderson." So what would it take to get Henderson? And I'm like, well, Henderson's available. <clears throat> and I said, um, great up for Evans. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. No, I said, I said, you know, Henderson is available. And I said, you know, two, three plus another piece could get you Henderson. Cause I'm not married to Henderson thinking he's going to be anything amazing. If I could get two, three plus a player, I'd like, I'm all about that. So he says, well, I could give you two, three plus any one of these players for Daryl Henderson. Oh. God. Geronimo Allison, BC Johnson, Chris Herndon, Gio Bernard, Daryl Williams, Hakeem Butler. Did you hear a name there that would tip the scales? Mm-hmm. I feel like no. I'd I feel like I'd rather because two three is gonna be a shot in the dark, so I think I would rather uh I'd rather roll with Henderson and see what he's got. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't blame him because any so, the other guys he could have mentioned would have been too much. 
So I, I don't blame him, but yeah, it doesn't work. You ready yeah. for this one? Same guy offers me Evans and T.Y. Hilton and the 2.03 for Michael Thomas and Daryl Henderson. <laughs> can you imagine getting michael thomas for that so my response was you can't afford michael thomas (laughs) um but i also said i have no interest in hill well actually no i didn't say that yet we'll get to the other hilton um offers so the next thing he offered me was he'll get relents uh, yeah, I mean, he was trying to work out some stuff, which I get, but when, when I'm not big on the main pieces he wants to sell off, we're not going to get anywhere, you know? So he says, okay, I'll give you Hilton and 2.03 for DK Metcalf. No. 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 Sir, no. Then he says, okay, well, I could probably be persuaded to give you Evans for Henderson and DK Metcalf, but without the 112. So now I've already worked him down without even trying Henderson and DK for Evans. No. So he's doing he's doing you a favor. Yeah, I'd rather have Henderson and DK than Evans. Sorry, buddy. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, Evans, have you thought about this? I, I mentioned Calvin Benjamin earlier being a big fat tub of goo. I think there's similarities with Mike Evans and Calvin Benjamin. Long arms, big catch radius, not super fast, not really very ripped. You're kind of just surviving on your natural ability to be big. Have you thought about that? No. I think I'm the first person to ever mention that. Here we are. Yeah, as you take another sip of the root beer. Of the root beer. Um, <laughs> it's a sarsaparilla. Um, okay, final one, and this is a completely different league, completely different guy. Offering me Kelsey. Okay. <laughs> and he wants Dallas Goddard and, and Terry McLaurin. And I think I think that one might have been in the 14-teamer. And I'm thinking in the 14-teamer, you want me to give you two young players I really like for an older... Like, oh, and actually the response was pretty funny because I basically said, sorry, I like Goddard more than Kelsey. And his response was, yeah, so do I. I said, well, (laughs) then then it was a good good effort, but you're not getting that from me. Nice. All right, buddy, you ready to wrap it up? I am ready to wrap it up. Any final closing thoughts on uh, looking forward to the draft? Because I am very excited. I, I am very excited as well. I, I told Molly, I said, this is the, the one time I'm requesting to uh, ship the boys out and uh, let me just have the TV yep. when I do it. Yep, just absolutely. Absolutely. That is, that is, uh, that's Papa time. Faux show. Maybe the puppy's yeah. allowed. Maybe the puppy's allowed in. Yeah, well, the puppy should be taking a nap about that time. I mean, it's like having a baby in the house again. I mean, she's just falling asleep wherever she lands, just gets so tired, and then she's up, 
I'm up and just start chewing on wires and cords and she had a crayon the other day. Yesterday she had a crayon. Yeah. So now I, it's it, it's good actually because we're teaching the boys you got to pick your stuff up. I mean, she's munched on Legos, on Matchbox cars, on shoes and slippers. So if you don't want uh, a car missing or if you want to help pay for a vet bill, you keep your stuff out. How uh, how old is this puppy? She's nine weeks. She was born on uh, Valentine's Day. Nine weeks. So what's that, two months? Like a little over two months? Because yeah. um, Kona was four months when I, when I adopted her. And... Mm. I'll I think back sometimes to the to the puppy days because Claire gets very impatient with her and I remind her that she wasn't even she doesn't even know like she doesn't like the other night I went to bed early and Claire fell asleep on the couch and Kona wasn't in her kennel Kona was just in the chair fell asleep there she's in the chair Claire fell asleep on the couch and that was that when I fell asleep when Kona was a puppy I woke up to plants pulled over, to rolls yep. of gorilla tape chewed up, and the gu- the gooey stickiness all up in the carpet, and uh-huh. just things scraped and knocked over all over the place. Um, she hasn't had to deal with any pee on the carpet, like just all those puppy things you take for once your dog is to the point where it lets you know when it needs to go out, and it you know that's the main one is like, she's very good about that. She puts herself to bed. Like it's time for bed. I'm going in my kennel. Now you take for granted those puppy days. I'll tell you. Yeah. So anyway, I, uh, I don't envy you every time, every time Claire talks about getting another puppy, I just mentioned you weren't here the first time. (laughs) So anyway, yeah. All right, buddy, we're going to sign off. So, the music will run once we're done doing our thing because uh, I don't have the capability to do it any other way. But this has been Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I am Dave. That's Dave. And we will see you next week, and we will have NFL Draft to talk about, my boy. Oh, up the wise to do. It's going to be nonstop draft. I can't wait. All right, buddy. Good to see you. Cheers, and um, we'll talk about our draft day Zoom. We'll talk tomorrow and see how we can get that figured out. I like it. Although it sounds like Danny thinks he's planning it. No, you're not invited. (laughs) (laughs) Danny, have your own. All right, buddy. Enjoy the puppy. Enjoy the draft. We'll talk soon. Everybody, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye, Ez.